night, pretty early, number 6, 7.55 a.m. Wanted to get this out before I got busy and forgot to do it. So, yesterday was pretty interesting, I gotta say. Um, basketball was pretty bad, but one of those weird days. Magic got absolutely sure by the Spurs. The Pacers covered, so that was nice. They still lost, but they covered. The Cavs covered, my original thought was right, about or the Cavs. Like, that team is way better than people think. I switched at the last second and thought the Raptors would cover. They looked pretty good, and then Cavs won. So, I was right originally, but took the L. Um, Hornets. Hornets got absolutely smoked. Melo had a double-double, though, so Lamelo's still looking good, but the Kings really went crazy. Um, my college football picks yesterday, so I ended this. I'm pretty sure I said Virginia Tech. About 30 minutes before the game started, I saw that the Boston College quarterback was coming back, so I changed my bet. I ended up getting BC, so it worked out, but I didn't get to update this. So I hit a nice little four-teamer, or not four-teamer, I guess four-part, four four-leg parlay. I had Boston College in the under, Boston College money line in the under, Utah, uh, was it the spread or the money line? It was Utah spread and the over. So I hit a nice little four-leg. four, four leg. I could have put more on that. I only put five because I didn't really think of anything. So it was like five to 50, but that was pretty nice. And then I had um, pretty big because I had, this was a good spot. I had Boston College, Utah money line. It averaged out to about a plus 150. So that was a nice little bit. Made back from all the basketball I've been losing. But um, I felt bad because I said Virginia Tech. And then I changed it before I got, or like right before game time. All right, but anyway, today's been a pretty good day. I'm not going to bet every single game like I did last week. I have six games I feel good about. I have some stuff to back it up. I also have my friend who gave me five of his games. Uh, we line up on one or two of them, but I might could take his two. But I have six. So I'll start uh, first one is Wake Forest, so I'm going back and forth this line for the whole week. It's horrible. I don't know why it's horrible. Wake Forest is 8-0. They're ranked, what, ninth, And they're getting plus points right now. Makes no sense. If you look more into the numbers, uh, I guess it can make a little more sense. First of all, UNC is 4-1 at home. It's a really hard place to play, Chapel Hill. Um both the teams have really good offenses and really bad defenses. So that's the main thing. Uh, Wake Forest is fifth right now. Points per game, 43.4. UNC is 22, scoring 36 points per game. Um, right now, Wake is ninth in total yards per game, 495.5. UNC is 12th, 42. And then the defense. <laughs> UNC's defense giving up 397 a game. Wake's defense giving up 422 a game. So that's where the main disparity is. UNC's worst or UNC's horrible defense is a little bit better than the Wake's. The Wake is putting up more points. So UNC is really getting the handicap of being at home. They think that they're going to go crazy at home. I'm not so sure. Wake is 3 0 away right now. I mean, they're undefeated. So of course, they're everything's undefeated. But I really like this Wake spot here. Um, they're going to come out crazy. They're going to throw all over the place. UNC's defense is really, really bad. But so is Wake's. But then you got to think. Wake has been in some shootouts and they've won. So what's stopping them from winning a shootout this game? You know, um, UNC's been up and down. They lose to Florida State, lose to Notre Dame, beat Miami by three. So it's really tough. But this is one of those games where it's like, I think 
because of the way season week is having, they're just going to come out and win the game. Again, the line is horrible. And in this kind of environment, when you see a really, really bad line, most of the time you take the one that looks bad for. So this should be a spot I take UNC. But I really, really, really think, despite how bad Wake Forest defense is, like, just look at these games. 34, they give 34 points to Louisville. They gave up 37 points to Syracuse, one in OT. They gave up 56 points to Army. But then last week, they bounced back and held Duke to 7. But UNC also held Duke to 7. So then it's like, okay. But if you look at the losses, North Carolina lost to Georgia Tech, Florida State, and Notre Dame. I still don't think Notre Dame's that good. Someone's going to expose them, but I don't think it. I think their schedule's already so, like, they're so deep. No one can expose them anymore. But anyway, I think Wake gets this. Too, I mean, they're a dog, so... Whenever you see an 8-0 ranked team as a dog, it's always really scary. What do the odds makers know that we don't? But I'm just going to stick with Wake. I've been on them past two weeks, and they've covered. I think they'll keep it going. I have the points and the money line. So let's hope for that one. This next game is SMU. Um, SMU took a bad L last week against Houston. Houston is better. I was. It was a coin flip game. I, I might have said that. I don't know, but I took SMU. Houston won. They won by, what, is it seven points? Yeah, they won by seven, 44-37. Um, they're playing Memphis, who been having a pretty rough stretch. They lost to UTSA, who's a really, really good team, so there's nothing wrong with that, but that was in September. And then they lost to Temple, who's not very good. They lost to Tulsa. That game was close, but I don't think Tulsa's like, that crazy. They beat Navy, which is pretty nice. And then they lost to UCF uh, at UCF. They were on the road. So they got a home game. Um, I I don't know why. This one just seems like a no-brainer to take SMU. 3-1 in the conference. They're 7-1 overall. Their only losses to Houston. They've been pummeling teams. Like 40 points, 30 points, 50 points every game. They're averaging 42 in the season. I just don't see a way that Memphis keeps us close. This is the this is the biggest offense they've had to face. I'm pretty sure. Let me check. I'm gonna go look at the stats. I'm pretty sure this is the biggest offense they've had to face this season, though, because they've played what UCF. Oops. Um, yeah, UCF is the 54th ranked offense. Navy is 126th. Tulsa is 39th, Temple is 116th, and then uh, UTSA is 35th, and now we'll go to SMU, and they're the 7th ranked. So yeah, this is the best offense they faced. Their defense has been allowing 400 yards a game, but so has SMU, but again, SMU doesn't care if you score, they will just try to outscore you, which is how they lost to Houston. I do not see a world where Memphis outscores SMU. That's the reason I'm taking the five. The, the Houston game makes sense because it's like if they're going to go to a shootout, they'll just score more. But there's no, I don't see Memphis. They haven't had a game over, what is it? I think this, the most they scored is 35. Um, SMU played TCU, TCU scored 34, and they scored 42. So it's just like, I don't see a, a way where S, or Memphis is going to outscore SMU. They'll have to get some turnovers is the main thing. Uh, but I just think that, What's this dude's name? Mordecai, the SMU quarterback. He should go crazy. Probably like 300, three TDs, have a few running touchdowns. But yeah, 
this one seems like a no-brainer, and that's always scary. <laughs> I don't know how this isn't a double-digit. I, I think it's not double-digit points because uh, Memphis has kept some games close, but they just got blown out by UCF. Again, blowouts in college are different from blowouts in NFL. Like, NFL blowouts are probably like 20 points, but college blowouts are like 50, you know? But they lost to UCF 24-7. You can say they're going to bounce back. They're on the road. But I still think SMU comes out, drops 40. And then the Jets of Memphis can keep up, which I don't think they can. Um, all right, next game is Cal. So this one, uh, it's kind of interesting. A lot of the money right now is on Arizona. And the like for the spread and the money line. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if there's something I'm missing, but... I said this last week. Cal has been playing really, really, really well. Um, <clears throat> so September they had the OT loss to Washington. They lost to Washington State, so I'll give you that. They just they got beat twenty one to six. But they kept the Oregon game close. Who, by the way, is number four in the country. But I'll leave that alone. <clears throat> they beat Colorado again. Colorado sucks twenty six to three, and they beat Oregon State, who's not amazing, but they're a pretty good team in the Pac twelve. So Arizona, who's zero and eight. Um, they are <laughs> getting nine points. Um, and if you look they they haven't won a single game. They're four and four against the spread. But most of their spreads are pretty, pretty big. So that's why they're covering like they were the, the odds makers have had a hard time finding like their correct spread number because they're so bad. They don't want to give too many points. So everyone wins, but they don't want to give too little where it's like free money for the other side. So I think 9.5 is good. Couch or I don't know if it's nine nine point five. I think I got mine at nine. Yeah, it's nine. Okay, so let's just look at these games. They lost to USC forty one thirty four. They lost to Washington twenty one to sixteen. They got beat by Colorado thirty four zero, which is crazy because Colorado also isn't good. UCLA beat them thirty four to sixteen, and Oregon beat them forty one nineteen. So I think nine points is good for this Cal team. They're pretty competitive. They kept it close to Oregon, which I think is the biggest thing. They lost to Washington State. I didn't see that one, so I can't really say what happened, but. I'm pretty happy taking the nine here. Cal's really good. Uh, another interesting fact: they are number one in the in the country for college football in turnovers. So their offense has only committed three turnovers all season, which is crazy. Um, as long as they can keep that, they should win. I think nine is fine. They'll run up the score as long as they don't get backdoored. Uh, but I think Cal should be pretty good. I think they'll cover this pretty easy. Arizona will go to 0-9. <laughs> Hopefully, though, they cover the spread. I'm sure they'll win the game. I'm not worried about the winning. It's 9 points. They just got to win by two touchdowns. I'm fine with that. I think they'll keep it out of reach. All right. Um, this game, another one where I feel like the odds makers are wrong, so now it feels like I'm wrong because, you know, they're the ones who make the money, not me. But Auburn is getting 4.5 points on the road at A&M. So this game is pretty, pretty interesting because if you look at the records, um, Auburn has two losses, lost to Penn State, that game was wild, and then lost to Georgia. So those are some pretty okay losses to have because that Penn State game was on the road. It was the whiteout game. It was crazy, and it was close. They lost 28-10. And then, of course, they lost to Georgia. Who's going to be Georgia? I don't think Bama can be Georgia. But anyway... And you look at AM's losses, they've lost to Mississippi State and Arkansas. So those are some pretty I mean it's not bad they're not bad losses, but they've lost to two in conference and then 
uh, Auburn lost out of conference and they lost to the, the big dog. They lost to Georgia. And then there's there's this win that Texas, Texas A&M has over Bama. But, like, when you look at who A&M has beaten, like, who have they beaten? Kent State? Yeah, okay, whatever. Colorado, they only won 10-7 to to Colorado also, by the way, who is not good, but 10-7 to to Colorado. And they beat the New Mexico Lobos. <laughs> so that's three weak L's to start the season. They lose to Arc. They lose to Mississippi State. It's like, okay, what's wrong with this team? And then they beat Bama. I watched most of that game. I really think Bama lost that game and not Arkansas or A&M winning. Bama was throwing with those the red zone calls. They didn't run the ball. They kept throwing incompletes. They didn't take field goals. Whatever. Bama should have won that game, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, A&M got a crazy field. They got a crazy pass that led to a field goal. Kicked it at the end. They won. And then look who else they beat. Missouri and South Carolina, they have some really, really, really ugly, like, these aren't good wins. Like, yeah, they're blowing them out, but they should be blowing them out. But then they lose to Arkansas and Mississippi State. And so they play Auburn, Ole Miss, Prairie View A&M, another Mickey Mouse cupcake game in the LSU. I don't know how Auburn, Auburn's not favorite for this game. A&M has that one win against Alabama, and everyone's hyping them up. But I really think Alabama lost that game. Meanwhile, if you look at Auburn's schedule, they lost to Penn State. They beat LSU. They beat Ark, and they beat Ole Miss. So, um, just off the schedule right there. Even though AM has that Bama win, Auburn is way better. I don't know how they're dogs, but I'm taking the money line. Um, they should win this game. You can say the whole fade Bo Nix on the road, and of course they're playing at Texas A&M Stadium, so there's 100k people there. But it won't matter when the team is better. I think Auburn gets this. They're scoring way more points per game, way more offense generated. And Bo Nix is finally playing how people expected Bo Nix to play. So this one's pretty easy to me. I don't know how it's the line is like this. I really think it's just because of that Bama win and they're playing at home for those 100K people. But I'll still take Auburn. Auburn looks way better. Um, Yeah, I don't know how they're dogs. And then uh, Michigan State. This is another one of those games where it doesn't make sense, and that's usually a bad thing. All my games this week are probably going to go the other way just because I'm being greedy, but how do you not take Michigan State minus three here? So the main argument is, oh, Purdue beat uh, Iowa. Iowa is ranked two in the country. But Iowa sucks. Like, if we go back and look at these Iowa games, they have finessed the whole country, and they're still ranked. They're, 20, they're 22 right now. I, it doesn't make sense. Like, let's look at this Iowa schedule. They beat Indiana. Not good. They beat Iowa State. Everyone knows they're not that good. They beat Kent State. Okay, yeah. They beat Colorado State. Colorado State's pretty good, but whatever. They beat Maryland. They blow up Maryland. That was a good one. I'll give them that one. Maryland is supposed to be like one of those Big Ten good schools. They blow them out. And then they beat Penn State, but their quarterback got hurt. And then what have they done since? They lost to Purdue 24-7. They lost to Wisconsin 27-7. When they play these big defenses... They actually just get clamped and they can't score, and their def- and then their defense gets exposed. So that loss to or the Purdue win against Iowa, I don't see too much into it. Like yeah, they won, and then who else? Did, like Purdue lost to Wisconsin, they lost to Minnesota. Um, they beat Nebraska, which is nice, but that one Iowa win I think is what's keeping this game plus three, plus three, or yeah, plus three for Purdue. So. I don't understand, but I'm taking the, the minus three. People are like 
saying it's a trap game. Michigan State might throw this. Purdue's going to play spoiler. I, I don't see how or in what way. Like, Purdue isn't really that good. I think people just thought Iowa was good, and then they realized, like, oh, Iowa really isn't who we thought they were. So I'm taking Michigan State minus three. They're clearly the better team. Scoring more points, holding teams to 20 points. Way more offense. They're letting up more. They're letting up more yards on defense than Purdue is, but they're also scoring way more. So trade-offs. I just still think Michigan State's way better. They're on the road, so that's I guess where you get like the oh trap game. But come on, Michigan State should win this game. It shouldn't be close. They have a Heisman candidate. This dude has 175 carries, 1100 or 1200 yards, 14 touchdowns. So I don't know. They like to run the ball, so I. Maybe the score will be close, but they'll cover three. I don't see any way that they don't. They don't. Okay. Well, here we go. I just looked at the stat, and <laughs> Purdue is only allowing seventy-nine yards rushing. So I guess that that's you could say there's the problem. But Kenneth Walker is gonna get his one fifty two TDs. I'm not worried about that. So yeah, I don't know. This one, I thought it was a trap. And when you see all the money on it, like 90% of the money, it's just like, it's really weird to look at, but I'm not going to get straight off of it. Purdue should not be Michigan State. I'm sure I'll come back to this and be like, wow, why did I take this? But for right now, the all the everything is pointing to Michigan State, except for people saying, oh, it's a trap game. And there's always got to be winners and losers. So <laughs> I'm just going to let them talk if I lose, whatever. But I think I'm on the right side. And then the last game, I have a million six. It's going to be <coughs> Oregon State. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Oregon State is that up and down season pretty much. They're not bad. They're five and three, but they just win some, lose some. They lost to Cal, but they beat Utah. Utah looks really, really good. Then lost to Washington State. So it's like all the Pac-12 can beat everyone interchangeably. doesn't make sense. But they're playing Colorado. <laughs> These dudes are not good. Uh, I don't know what happened. They were really, really nasty last season. And I guess they lost them due to the draft. Or I don't know. Maybe it was the Mickey Mouse season. They're not good. Uh, Colorado's allowing 400 yards, and they're only getting 250 yards of total offense. They're allowing 25 points, only scoring 17. Uh, this line is 11. So I was I was looking this up. This line's 11.5 points, and Colorado, I think, is... They're not bad against the spread. I think they're, like, even, like, 4-4, four and 3-5 four, and five or something. Let me see. They're 3-5 and five against the spread. But I really think the, they're they've, they're covering games because... Well, one, they backdoored Oregon last week. They were 24, and they, they, kept, they got 23, like, two late touchdowns. But if you look at it, every game Colorado has lost this season, other than, I think, uh, the first game, of course, against A&M, who I told you is not good. Um, every game they've lost has been by 20 points or more. So they're trying, the oddsmakers are trying to find the right lines for these games. And if they go too low, they get blown out. And if they go too high, they cut, they backdoor. I think 11.5 is perfect. And I think Oregon State will cover this. Again, Colorado at home, yeah, yeah, whatever, the home field. But they're not good. Um, I don't see any, and especially if Oregon State can beat Utah. Utah looked crazy last night. So I don't know how Oregon or Oregon State found some way to clamp up or beat Utah, but yeah, this is this should be a blowout. Eleven point five is the right spot. They finally got the line right, and they're probably gonna change it again next week. But I like this spot. 
There's no way they don't lose this game by 20, as in every other game they lost by 20, even to, like, USC. And everyone's been beating up on USC. So, yeah. 11.5 is good. They'll win this by two touchdowns. I But, again, the numbers say they should probably lose this by 20. I'll take Oregon State. So, those are my six. Um, did I mention? Oh, no, I didn't mention. So, or did I? I already forgot. I don't know how long I've been talking. Uh, I have the other five games my friend told me. He likes Houston. Michigan State, just like me. He likes Baylor, Texas, and Oregon. Uh, Oregon's minus seven against Washington. People think that's a trap game. I don't know if I'm going to take that yet. Texas, I was looking at that. It's hard. Iowa State has a really, really good rushing defense. I don't know, I don't know for sure if they played a running back as good as Bijan, so that's why it's hard. But they're holding teams to 100 yards. But Texas has a really, really good running back, so I don't know if maybe Bijan breaks that streak and he goes for a crazy amount. But I was I was trying to do the research. I was going to have Texas in my picks, but I kind of took it out. Because when you look at it, they've been blowing all these games. And it's like, sure, they're good. They go out to these crazy leagues, but I don't know if they can hold it. <laughs> Excuse me. So, that one's tough. I, I did like Texas. Maybe I'll, I'll take the points. I had Texas money line, but I'll take the points. Like, Iowa State's had a pretty, not disappointing. They're 5-3, they're and three, but people thought they were going to go crazy like they did last season. And Texas has been getting up a lot, a lot of running yards. And Brees Hall, you know, he's that dude. So, that one's tough. I don't know if I want to take Texas or not. I agree with him, but it's kind of weird. Baylor, they're favored by six. That They should cover. Who are they playing? I don't even know, but I think Baylor's going to cover. They're, they found their way to work their offense. They run a lot. Oh, they're playing TCU. People think this is a trap also. I don't know how. TCU is not good. They're one and six against spread. Three and five straight up. Nah. I'll take Baylor. Um, and especially... So this is the same kind of thing that's happening with Michigan State. Why would TCU be getting seven? Just because they're at home? Actually, let me look at this. I haven't looked at this game, but let me see what TCU has actually been like playing. Because if they're losing all their games at a crazy rate, why is this one seven? So look, they lost to Kansas State 31-12. They lost to West Virginia 29-17. They lost to OU 52-31. They lost to Texas 32-27. Like, why is this line seven? There's got it. This is one of those weird things where there's no reason the line should be this close, and it is. So, either the odds makers want to just give everyone money today, or something crazy is gonna happen with these upsets because this line should be way more than seven. Um, sorry, I got off on a tangent, but that one doesn't make sense. So I will probably add that. Baylor figured it out. They're seven and one. They're looking good. They're ranked. They just beat Texas. They beat BYU. They beat Wake or West Virginia. They only lost their yeah. Their only losses to Oregon State. I mean, sorry, Oklahoma State. And that's because they couldn't stop the run. So I don't know about this one. This is weird. I'm going to take Baylor, but 78% of the money on Baylor. Uh, I don't know why this line is 7. Whatever. I won't I won't think about it too much. I'll take Baylor. Um, what else does he have? Houston. Who's Houston playing? Houston's playing South Florida. They're laying 13.5. Yeah, that's easy. USF is not very good. Uh, I thought they would get the cover for me a few weeks ago. They choke through pick six. Uh, Houston should come out and drop 40 on these dudes. That one's pretty easy. Yeah, they're getting... <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this one. I'll, I'll take Houston by 14. I think that's pretty easy. Like, So they lost to SMU 41-17. Houston should come out and probably do the same thing to them. Beat them 40 to around two touchdowns. So I'll take the 14 for that one. And then what's his last game... Michigan State, of course. Baylor, just talking about Texas. Oregon. Oh, yeah. Um, Oregon's weird this season. They they got backdoored, which is why that was annoying last week. 
but they were laying 25. So it's like you always open yourself up to a backdoor when you're laying that many points. Were they playing? They're playing watch. Oh, I just said that. So this is another one. Oregon's two and six against the spread. They're on the road at Washington. Washington's also two and six against the spread, but they're four and four overall, and Oregon's seven and one. Uh, this one, this line is weird, but Oregon's been playing pretty well. I don't think they should be ranked fourth in the country, but that's just me. They all their wins have been pretty close. They lost to that. They lost that Stanford game. They blew out Arizona, but everyone's blown out Arizona. They beat Cal by seven. They beat UCLA by three, and then they blew out uh, Colorado, but that spread was 25, and they won by 23. So, this one could be a toss-up. It seems too good to be true, like all these lines this week, and that's why you should be scared, <laughs> because if you start seeing these, it's like, okay, what am I missing, or what did, what are they seeing, and why is it so close? Um, I think the main reason is they're giving up too many backdoors to the double-digit spread, so they want to get single digits i don't know either way uh i think i'll ride with him on all five i'll take my six i'm really confident in my six um but i'll take his five probably a few parlays i'll do some singles i probably mainly do parlays just because i don't want to spend too much today on picking every individual game but i rem- i am really confident with my six let me go through real quick and see if there's anything else i like one last um just quick hitters. I think Clemson will cover today. They're on the road, but I think they got to figure it out. They'll just run their that running back Shipley. Clemson should cover, get it back to going. Fresno State's only laying five against Boise. That should be a lock. Fresno is way better than Boise. Uh, I might add that one. What the heck? I just saw that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. But that's seven o'clock. I'll probably get that one later. I'm not touch. I'm not really trying to touch any double digit spreads. This one's interesting. Florida State, uh, NC State. I don't think NC State's that good. Also, Florida State isn't that good. I don't think I'm touching this game. But if I had to lean, I would go Florida State. They should have won that game last week against Clemson. They were up twenty to seventeen with four minutes. They let a touchdown go through, and then, uh, you know, the backdoor happened. The worst backdoor in history. <clears throat> Penn State, Maryland. Penn State's lane ten. This one's weird. I think Maryland's pretty good. Penn State's also good, so it's kind of a toss-up. Other than that, I don't think there's any other interesting games. Oklahoma State-West Virginia. This one's interesting, too. I think Oklahoma State should cover this, but West Virginia at home is apparently some crazy place to play. I don't know too much about it. I like Oklahoma State, minus 3.5. I won't take this personally, but that could be a good one. Ooh, this game. Navy-Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame. I don't think they're good. I think Navy cover plus 21 here. They have this triple option, slow, slow, slow offense. It takes a lot of time. How is Notre Dame going to score three touchdowns? Like, enough to be up three touchdowns. I'm sure they'll win, but I think uh, Navy covers that. That's just me, though. Uh, I also think Tulsa will probably cover against Cincy. Uh, Cincinnati can win games, but they're not winning as ex- like extravagant as all these people want them to win. Like, they're going to probably finish undefeated, but they won't cover every game by 20 points. I just think they're they're good enough to win, but they can't win some crazy spectacular forty point games like Bama does. So it is what it is. They're at home though, so maybe they'll cover. I'm not taking that. Just my thoughts. Um, Georgia Tech, Miami, Miami is looking pretty good now. I think they'll cover this minus ten. I won't take this, but Miami has been looking pretty good. Um, Pittsburgh versus Duke. This one's interesting because everyone's been blowing out Duke. But what if Duke at home cover? I'm gonna touch it. Twenty three touchdowns is crazy. <laughs> to put three touchdowns down. But Kenny Pickett's been playing crazy. Uh, I won't touch that one, but that's also interesting. Minnesota laying 14.5 is nuts. 
Minnesota's good. They're ranked 20th, but they have two two L's. I don't know how that happened. Whatever. Oh, Ole Miss, Liberty. Liberty might cover this game just because it's hard to scheme a defense against an athletic quarterback, especially in college. Malik Willis might go off, throw a whole bunch of touchdowns, and run for TDs. Again, I won't touch this, but that one is going to be a good one to watch. Um, I've seen people saying Nebraska will hold Ohio State. They'll cover 14.5. There's no shot. <laughs> Ohio State should blow these dudes out. Um, UGA is favored by 40 points, which is nuts. And they will probably cover that because Missouri is so bad. And I don't have a take on this Army Air Force game. I feel like Army might win, but I've been seeing the numbers and everyone's on Air Force. So, I don't know. <laughs> but I've, I'll stick with my six games. I'll go one more time again. Wake, SMU, Cal, Auburn, Michigan State, Oregon State. I like those six, and then I the five my friend has sent me were Houston, Michigan State, Baylor, Texas, Oregon. I like his two. Um, let me just check NBA today. I don't know if I'm going to put an NBA game in, but I'll check just to see if anything is good. Um, what do we got today? Rockets, Nuggets. won't touch that. Heat, Jazz. So the Heat are favored by 3.5, but the Jazz are the regular season Warriors. So I don't, I don't know if I take Jazz here on the road, laying three. Donovan Mitchell's day-to-day. Kyle Lowry's day-to-day. I low-key, I kind of want to take the Jazz. I don't know if I'll touch that. If I do, I'll probably put it on Twitter or something. That one's interesting. Chicago at home is getting four points against the Sixers. I would probably take that, but I don't know. Those games are toss-ups. I don't like doing these super close ones. The the Mavericks are favored against the Celtics, which is crazy. Um, Probably won't touch that. Celtics will probably win. Uh, the Hawks are getting... Oh, the Hawks are dogs against the Suns. I feel like the Hawks will win that game. Oh, and look at this. The Lake. So this is what I'll take. I'm actually going to take this. The Lakers are plus 4.5 to the Blazers right now. The Blazers are not good. I don't know how they can be getting favored. Even if the Lakers suck, they can beat the Blazers. I'm taking that. Lakers are going to win that game. I'll take money line. Not even taking the points. Lakers will win that game straight up. This is what happens when LeBron goes out. Like the other few games when they're playing bad teams, they're blowing huge leads. Right here, they're not expected to win. And they're going to come out and go crazy. This this is a, so when I said the Lakers cover when the Browns out, I meant dog spreads, not favorites. They were favored by ten point five. I mean they they could have actually won that, but I'll take this. I'll take Lakers money line. All right, I'm rambling on. Oh, it's been thirty minutes. Okay, I'll update you tomorrow. Hope you enjoyed this one. Hopefully we can sweep. That'd be nuts. I doubt I'll sweep, but I should have a. I'm really confident in all these today or today.